What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Hey, gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. Why, hello, live and on tape from lovely Whitehall Drive here in Soggy. And lightning struck Kinston, North Carolina. Today is Monday, March the 27th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 829 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. But man, we have got another great show for you today coming up in less than 20 minutes our regular monday guest he's the dean of enc sports talk host he's the host of the drive with mark panicelli on 252 espn why it's not a surprise it's mark panicelli uh we're going to be uh, talking to him about this insane ncaa tournament in fact we're probably going to spend a lot of our time talking about that uh we may even get some nba talk in it's just Oh man, Major League Baseball's right around the corner. Man, it is awesome. This is a, this is a glorious time to be alive. If you're a sports talk fan, if you're a sports fan, the NASCAR race at Coda yesterday in uh, Austin, Texas. Man, just a a great great weekend of sports. And again, before I even get in to tell you who's coming up in the second hour, this NCAA tournament is just there's no good way, bad way whatever way to describe it other than just insane. I mean, I've never in my life, and I've been alive for 54 years. I've been an NCAA basketball fan for 45 of those 54 years. And I, there's never been an NCAA tournament like this. This is, it's just insane. Uh, anybody who tells you they had even two of those teams in the final four that are in there right now, they're, they're lying to you. You, you know, they're just, uh, either that it was, or it's somebody's wife, or girlfriend, or just someone doesn't necessarily have to be a woman. I mean, it could be somebody who just doesn't pay attention to sports. Uh, even even a John Dawson type who uh, keeps up with sports but isn't like married to it like I am and Jonathan is. That uh, just you know slapped together a bracket, didn't really pay attention to anything. And I mean, because you're going to tell me that you have. Let me get it pulled up here. This is insane. Then in the final four, you've got San Diego State taking on Florida Atlantic on one side. That's just crazy in and of itself. Miami against UConn on the other side. There's only one Power 5 conference left in it, and guess who it is? Is it the Big Ten? No, 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 no. Is it the Big 12 who had seven teams and their ten teams make it to the NCAA? Oh, no, 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 it's not them either. Is it uh, the SEC who everybody tries to tell you is a great basketball? No, baby, it's the Atlantic Coast Conference, the ACC, where the only team of, of a Power 5 team that's in 
the uh, in the uh, Final Four right now in Miami versus UConn. You've got a, a five-seed in Miami, a four-seed in UConn. They're taking on each other. You've got a five-seed in San Diego State, and guess what? They're going to be wearing the white jerseys in their game against Florida Atlantic because Florida Atlantic is a nine-seed. This is just, again, like I said, this is the craziest stuff I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I got to tell you, if it were, and this is one of the questions I'm going to ask Panicelli when we get him up here on the show. Uh, if, if it's a random Wednesday night and San Diego state is taking on Florida Atlantic, are you tuning into that game? You're not. I mean, I'm telling you right now, you're not because you'd be like, who cares about that? Well, it's a final four game, almost the same thing with Miami and UConn. Would you tune in and a rate for a regular season, Miami versus UConn game? I, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't, but yet it's an a, it's a, a final four game. So either San Diego State or Florida Atlantic is going to be playing for a national championship uh, against Miami or UConn, and uh, it's just this is awesome. I love it. I when they gave that extra year uh, to players uh, to be able to play because of the pandemic back in 2020, and even the following year in 2021 when everything was still crazy, it, it has it changed college basketball. Maybe for good. I mean, it may have. You know what? These are all great topics we're going to talk to Mark Panicelli about here in about 15 minutes or so. But just crazy. Again, San Diego State versus Florida Atlantic. Uh, that'll be the first game on uh, Saturday, the 6 o'clock game on CBS. And then uh, the nightcap will be Miami versus UConn. And don't even ask me. I guess the way Connecticut has rolled through this tournament, and that is the absolute truth. I mean, they first round, they beat Iona by 24. Second round, they beat St. Mary's by 15. Uh, the Sweet 16 game, they beat Gonzaga by – or I'm sorry, no, no, let me get that right. The Sweet 16 that game, they beat TCU uh, – get your stuff together here, Hanks uh, – they won the first round against Iona by 24. Second round, they beat uh, St. Mary's by 15. Uh, the Sweet 16 game, they beat uh, Gonzaga by 28. And then uh, to get to this game, uh, another big blowout for them. So it's just it's just been crazy. UConn has uh, just done a great job. I'm sorry, they beat uh, Arkansas in the Sweet 16, 88 to 65. And then uh, the other night, they beat uh, Gonzaga by 28. So they've not really had a close game yet. Uh, we'll see what happens against Miami and then in a the national championship. So I guess you would have to say UConn is the favorite right now to win the final four, but in a, in a tournament like this, you just don't have any idea. It's just been insane, insane. Uh, so anyway, uh, Mark Panicelli joining us in our first hour. And then in our second hour, we are going to be joined by uh, live from Houston, Texas, uh, our friend uh, Derek Rivers. Uh, when we talked to him, we had him here on the show sitting across from me about I don't know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, he was still a free agent, uh, NFL free agent, didn't know where he was going to be playing. Well, now we know uh, he is back with the Houston Texans, signed a one-year contract, and uh, he's going to be joining us on the Spence Automotive Guest Line to share the details of his signing, how excited he is to be a Houston Texan. We're just going to have him for a short amount of time. It's not going to be a, a full, uh, you know, a full-out interview, but I just wanted to have him on here just to celebrate uh, his uh, signing with uh, Houston, and I got to tell you, he has got a great chance to not only start, I think he's got a chance to make a really good impact this year for Houston, and it's a, it's going to be a one-year contract, a chance for him to really make good, and uh, I think he plays out this year. He plays very well, helps a rising Houston Texans team. You're looking at a player that could uh, have a big, big free agent uh, season about a year from now. So, uh, But excited. We're going to have, like I said, Derek Rivers on 
um, to start our second hour. And thank you to Keith Spence and Spence Automotive, our Spence Automotive guest line. We'll be uh, bringing you uh, Derek Rivers. <clears throat> and then, like I said, that's only going to be about 10 minutes or so, and then we're going to be joined by uh, some awesome people. Ryan and Nicole Stevenson from Shore Smoke Seasoning, David Watkins from True Smoke Barbecue, they're going to be joining us to talk about, that's right, this Friday, four days away, is a spring front, spring fling over at Chris Hatcher Estates. It's an amazing time. Well, I said four days away, excuse me. <clears throat> Goodness gracious. Uh, on Thursday is when it officially opens, right around noon. They're going to have some contests on Thursday. Then it really bursts on uh, Friday. We're going to be live from there. We're going to be doing the show live from 7 to 9, Friday morning from the spring fling. Gonna have so much fun. Uh tons of food, tons of contests. You want to find out anything about it, go to True Smoke Barbecue on Facebook. Uh they've got all the details. And the best part of this whole thing is it's all free. I mean, you gotta buy your meat, obviously, to uh to grill if you're gonna be in the competitions. But if you're uh if you're a barbecue fan like I am, and heck, just a food fan like I am, then uh you're gonna really enjoy uh Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. All you got to do is show up. There's no admission fee. There's no, you don't have to buy tickets to eat. I, go hungry. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Chris Hatcher Estates out in uh, LaGrange, all the directions, everything up on True Smoke Barbecue. And I got to tell you, Ryan and Nicole Stevenson, just awesome people. And you know, David Watkins, of course, is uh, just salt of the earth kind of guy. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that's our second hour. So our first hour is Mark Panicelli coming up here in about 10 minutes or so. Derek Rivers. Uh, Ryan and Nicole Stevenson, David Watkins, uh, in our second hour, man, and before you know it, the show is going to be over. So thank you for joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks show. We already talked a little bit about the NCAA tournament. I'll tell you what, before we, uh, jump, uh, legs in on this, let's thank our title sponsor of the Brian Hanks show. It's Lenore community college for almost 65 years. Lenore community college has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal cultural and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. So many great things going on out there. Not only is school going out, going on out there, but you can participate in the Lenore Community College Foundation Golf Classic. It's May the 18th, Thursday, May the 18th at the Kinston Country Club. If you'd like to register a team, if you'd like to be a sponsor like the Brian Hanks Show and WRNS are uh, sponsors, then uh, give Catherine Pearson a call at 252 252- Two three three six eight four three, or you can email her at kwpearson52 at lenorecc.edu. And again, uh, that's an easy way for you to be a part of uh, the the greatest uh, golf tournament that is going on in all the land. Uh, and again, a bunch of just awesome things that are going on out at LCC. They've got the Secret Society going on uh, April the twenty second. Uh, it's a uh, the the Elysian players. Live in concert, and there's going to be live karaoke on April 22nd. The very same day, the 6th Annual Lancer Chain Chaser. It's a disc golf tournament taking place out at LCC. The Golf Classic, like we told you, on May 18th. 
You can watch Matilda July 14th through the 16th and 21st through the 23rd. Uh, just one of their great things that Jessica Cruz does out there, the uh, drama department. Then the Tennis and Golf Classic, August 23rd through 27th in Greene uh, County. Again, the Elysian players come back for the Little Mermaid on uh, September 22nd through the 24th and September 29th through October 1st. And then, of course, White Christmas in December. Man, so, so many things going on. LCC does so many things to uh, help our community, and you can help the students that go there, too. But again, uh, the best, the easiest way to do any of that, get in touch with uh, Catherine Pearson at 252-233-6843, and I promise you, she will hook you up. Okay. Uh, Man, you talk about a team. Let's jump into our hometown heroes. We'll uh, jump into the uh, NBA, the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know what in the world has happened to them, but they were swept and a home-and-home, home, not with uh, the New York Knicks, not with Denver, not with, uh, I don't know, uh, Phoenix or somebody like that. The Dallas Mavericks were swept by the Charlotte Hornets over the weekend. Yes, you heard that right. The Dallas Mavericks with arguably the best player in the league in Luka Doncic, with uh, Kyrie Irving, who everybody in the NBA, the players do anyway, love him and want to play with him. Even Reggie Bullock. And they were swept uh, over the weekend. Uh, Reggie started both those games. Uh, in Friday's game, he had six points and six rebounds in 34 minutes. Last night in the loss, he had three points and six rebounds in 34 minutes. And on top of all that, last night's game started a five-game road trip. It includes a stop in Indiana tonight at 7. That'll be on NBA TV. Uh, Wednesday, they're at Philly on ESPN. That'll be at 7.30. Uh, Saturday, they'll be at Miami on M- NBA TV, and then Sunday at Atlanta, also on NBA TV. But they are now in 11th place, the Dallas Mavericks are. They are not even in the playoffs if the playoffs started today. And uh, what, seven, 39, 36, 75, seven games left, and uh, they've really got to put something together here, or they're not even going to make it into the playoffs, which to me would be one of the just craziest occurrences of uh, of the in recent history to have, you got to think Luca's top three, top four player in the league easily. Kyrie's top 10. Would that be fair? Top 10, top 12. And yet, uh, there they are, uh, not even if to play in the playoffs, if it started today. And again, only seven games to get it turned around. Uh, but uh, like I said, a good chance that you'll be able to watch Reggie quite a bit over the next uh, few days too. So, uh, tonight, like I said, on NBA TV, on ESPN, uh, Wednesday, Saturday and Sunday, both games on NBA TV. So there you go. How about Brandon in the now eighth place New Orleans Pelicans? That's right. They have strung together a few wins. They've won four straight. They beat uh, the LA Clippers 131 to 119 on Saturday. Brandon started that game. He had 32 points, four rebounds, and 13 assists in 34 minutes. So. Brandon just really tearing it up here over the last little bit. Had his first career triple double on Thursday. Turns that around and or turns around from that game. Has 32, 4, and 13. So uh Brandon really, really playing well now. And at the right time. It looks like the Pelicans are making a little run. Uh they're 37 and 37 overall. So they've got eight games left. Uh, but they're on a four game uh road trip of their own that started uh last or started Saturday night in LA. Their road trip includes a 10 p.m. game today at Portland. A 10 p.m. game tomorrow at Golden State on TNT, and then a 10 10 p.m. game Thursday at Denver. That's also on TNT. They return home 
Saturday versus the L.A. Clippers. So uh, I'm telling you, uh, a good chance to see uh, Brandon and uh, the New Orleans Pelicans over the next few days too. And in fact, like I said, it's just crazy. Uh, you don't even have to have the uh, the package, the uh, the NBA uh, game package to be able to watch all these games because it's either on ESPN, NBA TV, or TNT to be able to see Reggie and Brandon pretty much every day through Saturday, uh, or heck, even Sunday for uh, Reggie. So there you go. That's your NBA update. How about LCC baseball, man? They had an incredible weekend. They are now on a four-game winning streak of their own because they swept Richard Bland College over the weekend. They are, uh, the Lancers are now 19-10 and 10 overall. They're at 11-5 and five in Region 10. We're going to try to get a coach here with us in the studio one day this week, maybe bring a player or two with him too. I think that'll be a lot of fun, get to know some of these players. And it's a good week to do it because they don't play uh, during the week, their next game is not until, uh, this coming Saturday, but let me tell you what they did over the weekend. They beat Richard Bland on Saturday, right here in Kinston, 10 to three and six to five. And then they traveled to South Prince, George, Virginia and beat the Statesman yesterday, eight to nothing. So like I said, uh, the Lancers now on a four game winning streak, but they are off until Saturday. They host Fayetteville tech for a double header on Saturday. Uh, Fayetteville Tech is uh, 12 and 15 overall. They're 5 and 12 in Region 10. But then they travel to Trojan Field in Fayetteville for a nine inning game on Sunday. So, tell you what, man, Lancers uh, getting hot. 19 and 10 overall, 11 and 5 in Region 10, climbing up the standings. So, uh, if you get a chance, go out and see them Saturday at Trojan Field. Uh, listen, uh, some breaking news here. How about this? Uh, well, that catches you up on LCC. This is really cool. Thank you to coach Jackson Massey from North Lenore high school. This is breaking news right now. Uh, their new head football coach has been announced over at North Lenore. Thank you to coach Massey for sending me this. I'm just going to read straight from his message. He just sent me here. Uh, our new head football coach is Larry Dale. Uh, coach Dale comes to us from Washington County in high school before, uh, uh, Washington County. He was the head coach at Granville Central. He's been in high school football for 17 years, six as a head coach. Uh, coach Massey says he's a great guy with a great work ethic that is already shown with our athletes. So, uh, how about that? Some breaking news for you here in the monologue. Uh, thank you, Coach Massey. I appreciate that tremendously. And uh, I tell you what, we'll do our best to get him up on the line with us. Maybe we'll try to get him on the phone with us tomorrow to uh, talk about that here on the show. Uh, but thank you, Co uh, Coach Jackson Massey, for that breaking news. Again, Larry Dale, uh, new head football coach at uh, North Lenore High School. And we'll have a, a bunch of bunch more details from that as we go along. So, uh, dude, you got to love this just right in the middle of the show to <laughs> have this breaking news. That's awesome. Okay. Let's look at prep sports real quick. Uh, uh, Friday's games in baseball, uh, unfortunately, uh, North Lenore. Uh, loses uh, 10 to 5. They travel to uh, Beulahville to take on uh, East Duplin, and East Duplin wins that game 10 to 5. Uh, North and North drops to 5 and 2 overall. They're 2 and 1 in the uh, East Central 2A. East Duplin improves to 9 and 1 overall. They're 3 and 0 in the league. Uh, South and North, tough loss for them, too. They travel to Jacksonville to take on Southwest Onslow. They lose that game. Eight to one. South North falls to five and three overall, but they are three and one in conference. Southwest Onslow improves to eight and one overall, three and one. I tell you what, that's four great teams: North and South and North, and then East Duplin and Southwest Onslow in 
uh, east in the East Central 2A. So uh, tough losses there. Hey, how about this? So uh, Bethel uh, wins a wild one, nine to eight, over uh, Eastern Christian Homeschool out of uh, Little Washington. So congratulations to the Trojans who are now four and two overall. Drops uh, ECH to four and three. Green Central, big win for them in baseball. I tell you, you talk about a team having a good season over there in Snow Hill. They are the Rams are seven and three now. Four and zero in the conference after a ten to nothing win against a good Southwest Edgecombe team, who is now six and three overall. They're one and three in the conference, and then Aiden Grifton dropped a tough twelve to nothing loss uh, at home to Farmville Central. Uh, AG is now six and four overall. They're two and two in the conference. Farmville Central is three and four overall, two and two in the conference. Only one uh, area baseball game tonight, and that's Bethel there at home against Wayne Prep. Uh, Bethel is four and two overall. Then we've got, uh, three games tomorrow night. North Lenore is at Kenston, uh, parrots at home against, uh, Wayne country day. Aiden Grifton is at home against green central. How about softball? Uh, North Lenore had a tough loss there too. I uh, lost to uh, East Duplin in Beulahville, eight to one, uh, East Duplin improves to six and three overall three and zero oh in the conference. North Lenore falls to six and two overall two and one in league play. South Lenore, though, had a big win. Uh, they travel to Jacksonville. They take on uh, they beat Southwest Onslow 13-1. to uh, South Lenore still unbeaten in East Central 2A softball. They're 6-3 and three overall, but 4-0 and oh in conference play, while the Stallions fall to 4-8 and eight overall, 1-3 and three in the conference. Uh, Green Central's uh, baseball team, uh, or I'm sorry, softball team, stays without a win. They lose to Southwest Edgecombe 15 to nothing. They're now 0-11. Green Central is 0-4 in the conference. Southwest Edgecombe stays perfect at 8-0 overall, 4-0 in the conference. And then a crazy wild game is Aiden Grifton wins in softball 13-12 to over Aiden Grifton. They're now 5-4 and overall. The Chargers are 3-1 uh, and in the conference. Farmville Central drops to 6-4 and four overall, 0-4 oh in Eastern Plains 2A play. Uh, two uh, softball games tonight. Bethel is at home against Wayne Prep, and South Nord gets on the road and travels to Midway to take them on. That's a 6 o'clock game today. Uh, girls soccer, man, we had uh, all the home teams won. Uh, Bethel beat Clayton, American Leadership Academy. Five to nothing. Bethel wins their first game of the year, one and three overall. South Nor uh, loses in Jacksonville against Southwest Onslow, five to nothing. Uh, South Nor falls to five, four and one overall, two and one in the conference. Uh, Southwest Onslow stays perfect in the East Central 2A at three and zero, oh, and they're seven two and one overall. North Nor's soccer team lost in Beulahville against East Duplin, three to nothing. Uh, North Nor falls to four, five and one overall. They're one and two in the conference. East Duplin is now is still perfect at two and zero in the conference, but they're four five and three overall. And then there's uh, North and North and South and North play tonight in girls soccer. South and North travels to West Craven, and uh, North and North is at home against J H Rose. Uh, other soccer results: uh, Green Central beat Chocolate South Side three to nothing. East Duplin uh, defeated uh, North and North three to nothing. So uh, that catches you up. Listen, go to encmoments.com. That's where I got pretty much all this information. The schedule, the upcoming week schedule is up on uh, encmoments.com. All these results I got from, I think I got a couple of scores from Max Preps, but pretty much every other score was from uh, encmoments.com. Junie Smith III just does an amazing, amazing job over there. So go, please go check that out, and you can uh, see the good job that he does over there. i tell you what, we're going to get our uh, good friend, uh, Mark Panicelli up here on the line with us. But before we do that, let me thank uh, Spence Automotive. They are the title sponsor of the uh, of the uh, 
of our guest line. <laughs> uh, thank you to Keith Spence and Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old uh, Firestone building. It's next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lot. Spence Automotive is owned, like I said, by our good friend, uh, Keith Spence. And it's open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires. And tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you, and I promise you, he will take great care of you. Heck, Mark Panicelli, he'll probably even take better care of you than he does of me, and he takes just awesome care of me, my friend. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Is he not? <laughs> he is a dude. Let me tell you something. Uh, he's one of the first people I met when I got to Kenston. There's a whole story behind it. Maybe I'll share. It's one of those stories I can't really share here on the radio other than just saying uh, uh, we, we had a drink or two at the old Ham's restaurant and uh, on Heritage Street. He and I, and you remember Drew Loftus, who used to be the sports editor here at the uh, – uh, at the, at the day the Kinston daily free press, which by the way, found out over the weekend, you want to know something that's very depressing. Uh, they now have 55 subscribers to that once great and glorious newspaper, dude. Mm. Mm. Let's not start. Let's not start Monday off like this, Brian. <laughs> let's not happy Monday. Happy, happy Monday. Monday to you, my friend. And goodness <laughs> gracious. I want to know if you remember, and heck, if you're like me, I'm not even sure I could even tell you mine. Did you have in your final four one of these teams, Mark Panicelli, between San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, Miami, and UConn? Did you have any of those four teams? <laughs> um, not not only do I not, <laughs> but there I saw that there are thirty seven of the twenty million brackets <laughs> submitted to ESPN uh, national bracket contest that thirty. Seven brackets in that contest still have this as their or, or have this as their final four, and I've got to say I'm I'm calling uh, bull crap on this. I keep, keep it you know family. I, I'm calling right like I mean there's no way in your conscious this is literally just you trying to fill out fifty brackets and do them all different. This almost feels like a bot, like you had a computer program. It just randomly filled out brackets. I, I can't imagine someone in their right mind pick this as their final four. I mean, we've never had since seeding began in nineteen. What is it in the seventy nine or whatever? We've never had no top three seeds in the final four from any region, from any region. So uh, I, I don't. I do not believe you, ESPN. Well, it, it may be. It may be true. But nobody in their heart of hearts, if in a life on the line, as I used to, I use the, or I use the terminology, light bill money. If this were ser- if this were a serious bet, there's no way that you would have picked these four teams. There's just no way. The I've madness. Got, I've got the comparison though, dude. And tell you are 100. I know, I know you well enough, Mark Panicelli, that you're getting ready to agree with uh, the statement I'm about to make, and I mean it sincerely. This is the kind of Final Four: San Diego State versus FAU, Miami versus UConn, 
that that lady in your office that you know maybe the secretary who sits up there or uh or maybe your your girlfriend or wife or your you know uh, a 12 year old child who's just going through and goes you know what an aztec is a pretty cool uh mascot i think that's who i'm going to pick or a hurricane or a husky and heck i couldn't even tell you who's fau's uh mascot do you know off the top of your head who <laughs> there you go oh they're the owls okay yeah there okay. you go so yes, yes, yes. you know maybe you know like i said that that lady in your office that you know just turns into brackets for poops and giggles that says you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna turn in that's the kind of person that picked this final four dude it was not a even a quasi legit sports fan dude because in your life would you have thought fau who i gotta think for a second what is fao is that florida atlantic or is that you know i'm not even sure what dude i'm not even sure i had to ask scott yesterday scott Whittington, who was watching games with me last night i'm like dude i couldn't even tell you where fau is located i know it's in florida obviously i mean i'm not you know not that boca return that's what he said dude that's exactly what he said and uh but dude you could have given me multiple choice on that and said Boca Raton, uh, I don't know, name three, other, Orlando, uh, whatever, Tampa. And, dude, I, I don't think I'd have picked Boca Raton, dude, for sure. I mean, dude, it's just right. – having said all this, this is the question I've been waiting 12 hours to ask you, especially, you know, knowing that I was going to have you on the show this morning, you knowing – you've forgotten more about sports than I know, Panicelli. Do you like this tournament? Do you like this? Do you like having a Final Four of San Diego State versus FAU and Miami versus UConn? Um, now, God, that is such a complex question. Yep. Um, the, uh, all right, so let's, let's, let's first off deal with the general consensus. I think this is a terrible Final Four. I think the ratings will show it because – you know, we can love or hate the Blue Bloods or, or the big-time programs from the bigger conferences, but they put butts in seats, uh, and more importantly, butts in seats in living rooms when it comes to this. And I think if they've moved the game to TBS anyway, so it's going to get a cable rating, which is going to be far less than the network, if I'm not mistaken. Well, now but even sure because I'm looking at the ESPN bracket right here in front of me. It says CBS, so they did move it to TBS? Uh, okay, well, no, then uh, they did move it to TBS, I thought. Maybe it's just the semifinals. Okay, okay. Um, but that being said, I still think it's going to be a terrible television number. Yeah. Um, but now do I like it because, one, it proves – you know, all year you and I have been standing up for the ACC, and God bless Jim Laranega and <laughs> Miami for getting in, okay? Uh, because guess what? There are zero Big Ten teams. There are zero <laughs> Big 12 teams. There are zero uh, SEC teams in the Final Four. And all year, all you heard was about how inferior the ACC was to these other conferences. Uh, but I didn't hear anybody talk about the Mountain West in San Diego State, nor did I. God, nobody heard about Conference USA, soon to be American Athletic Conference member, uh, Florida Atlantic. So, uh, no. Uh, my, I mean, look, it, UConn has a name brand, but I still think, you know, UConn was maybe this nice pick for people to make a deep run, but I, I still don't think many people 
I, I don't know that UConn was in, in a whole lot of people's short list. So, I, I again, I, I think that I like it because of the madness and the mayhem and the chaos, but I, I don't think it's going to do well. And it really just proves the instability of college basketball right now. One, I don't think the people determining these these polls and quad ones and selection processes know what the heck they're talking about anymore. Uh, and with all of the, as you and I, I know people are tired of us talking about NILs and, uh, and transfer portals. It is what college athletics, athletics is, but this is the result of it. Um, and we've said those things are going to affect basketball quicker than any other team sport because it's five on five and, I think, you know, you just – we just – we're witnessing the weirdest season in college basketball to my memory. Um, and I don't know about you. I mean, you're a couple of years older than me, but <laughs> do you remember a year? No. Oh, as heck no. As this year? Not even close. I mean, when George Mason made it. And remember, George Mason – by the way, Jim Laranago, you know, led that team 17 years yeah. ago to the final four, but you remember they had to win an 11 versus 11 game to make it to the tournament. Remember? Yeah. They oh, did yeah, a play in yeah. game to make it to the tournament. Then they swept all the way to the final four. Of course they got knocked out there, but that was just one team, you know, just one team, you know, jumps in there and does that. I mean, it, it was crazy. Here is uh, the thing that I wanted to ask you, dude. And I said it during my monologue, but I, I, it's another one of those questions, Mark Panicelli, I've been burning to ask you tell the truth here, Panicelli. It's a Thursday night in January, okay? Or, you know, let's even say December because conference games have started by this, by, you know, mid-January. But say it's it's December 16th, a random Thursday night, mm-hmm. and uh, Mark Panicelli, San Diego State is playing FAU on ESPN. Are you tuning in? <laughs> You'll have to remind me that that game's on. <laughs> um, yeah, because, I mean, you're talking – about the time when I'm not even <laughs> tuning into college basketball. I mean, I think you and I've even talked about, I think the extension of the NFL season has hurt college basketball as well. Cause yep. for a lot of people we don't jump full blown into college basketball until the NFL season is over. And now that's halfway through February. Yep. So you've only got about three or four weeks before you're wrapping things up or, or no, it's six weeks. Uh, and then you're wrapping things up and getting ready for March Madness. So, uh, God, what a long way to go around the fact that, no, I would not be watching Florida <laughs> Atlantic in San Diego State. Um, okay, on- and that, that was the easy one. I agree. I can't think of anybody who would say, oh, my God, I can't wait to see San Diego State take on FAU, yet that's one of the final four <laughs> matchups. That's- but, dude, even Miami-UConn. Well, I mean, now those are aren't both of those are former Big East teams. Those are two former yes. Big East rivals taking on each other in the other game. But dude, I, Panicelli, you're as big a college basketball fan as I am, and I love college basketball. But dude, I can't imagine being pumped to see. Oh my God, man, Miami's taking on UConn on a Thursday night on ESPN, dude. I don't think I would watch that. No, and I mean, I'll maybe even go a step further. Um, in, in most years on Final Four Saturday, unless it's Final Four related, unless you're going somewhere where the Final Four is going to be on, it's typically one of those sports days where it's like you've got it marked on your calendar. Yep. It's like yep. if one of your great friends 
comes to you and goes, hey, we're getting married on this date, you're going to be like, dude, there's no way the Final Four is on. Um, <laughs> but I'll be open to probably if, – if someone had something that was non-Final Four related on this Saturday – uh, that might pique my interest. I, I, I may, you know, I might would skip out uh, on this Final Four. I mean, I definitely would skip out on a random Miami-UConn <laughs> game in January, but I'm also not attracted to to the Final Four that we had. That goes back to your previous question. It's just, I, I love it for the team at heart. This Florida Atlantic story is like a great, it's like one of those Disney uh, kind of movies with the exception, the real big, awesome team, the big, bad team's not really in it because, I mean, who is it? UConn? Yeah. Miami? I mean, those are the, those are the two. And, I mean, San Diego State, a, a, a Cinderella, certainly of the of their own, although they're a five seed. But, I mean, Florida Atlantic's the real big underdog story. So, uh, you know, I'm rooting for Miami, ACC <laughs> Pride. But the Florida Atlantic story would be a great heartwarming story. I just, again, I don't think it's great for college basketball. I mean, I, I, I just don't. I, 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 yeah. There's, there's no, there's no sexy <laughs> what, what was in this that? Wait, wait, wait a minute. What was that noise you just made? <laughs> it was like, ugh. <laughs> it, was like, it, sounded, it sounded like you did, like, if you tried to spell the word yuck out, that's what it sounded like a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, now having yeah, said all that, and I, dude, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, the, the hot Tina just brought me a bottle of water too. Is she not awesome? Hot Linda, hot that. Linda, hot Linda just brought me uh, oh Lord. She just, uh, blew me a kiss. Hot Linda just brought me a bottle of water. Goodness gracious. Uh, but having said all that now, San Diego state versus FAU, <laughs> who you got there, uh, uh, Mark Panicelli. Boy, uh, you know what? I, I, I like the Aztec physicality, and I think one of the announcers said uh, when I was watching the game yesterday that they certainly know their way to the weight room. I think that's going to be interesting to see. Um, but I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna ride out Florida Atlantic here. Uh, I like okay, the way they wow. play basketball, and uh, I'm gonna say that the 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 ride still continues at least for one more game. That that's impressive. I mean, I would love FA. What is the lowest seed that's ever made a national championship game? Because I could not tell you off the top of my head. And I know that's got to be one of those numbers that, you know, some college sports geek knows off the top of their head. But has a nine seed ever made it to a championship game? Heck, isn't well. I guess yeah, because uh, I was about to say is a nine seed made it to the final four. But yeah, a few times because like we were talking about Georgia. Yeah, what Mason. was NC State in '83 was uh, was a pretty low seed too, if yep. I remember correctly. Yep. I believe you're right. So, I think they might have been a 10 seed, maybe. I I, I couldn't yeah. tell you off the top of my head, but it was something like that. Uh, we'll get the research teams to work on them, our collective group of resources. How about this? Uh, Jason we'll, Bryant just uh, – Jason Bryant is that nerd we need in this time, okay? Nice. <laughs> he said Butler against Duke. Ah, the, the go. Gordon Hayward yep. uh, missed three-quarter court shot that would have been the, the greatest shot in – in, in college basketball history. Which, so, when that uh, shot was released, tell me you didn't think it was going in. Because I can tell you. And not <laughs> it not, looked like it was going in. Exactly. Yeah. I When it really it was pretty, and it arched, and you're like, oh, my God, until it bounced off. And then you're like, whew. 
you know, uh, every Duke fan you knew at that time, their butt was clenched. <laughs> wasn't that their is, – is that that was their last championship, wasn't it? Yep, 2015. To... 2015, yep. Okay, okay, yeah. So, so yeah, how about wow. that? Jason Bryant coming through for us. I appreciate that, dude. Uh, okay, nice. so you've got FAU, dude. Like, hey, dude, at this point, I, there, any of these four teams can win, and no one should be shocked at all. However – did you see, have you seen, oh, 2010. Thank you, Jason. Uh, the uh, That uh, Butler game was a 2010, not 2015. Okay. So thank you, Jason. Man, it's good to have a fact checker listening to the game, you know? Yes. I'm telling you. But how about UConn? I mean, uh, yes, they're a 4C, but, man, they have just bulldozed for this tournament. 24-point win against Allen in the first round. 15 against St. Mary's, uh, 23 against Arkansas. And then, dude, the way they dismantled Gonzaga Saturday, I was just blown away, dude. 28-point win against them. They UConn has not had a close game yet, but does that not just set it up for everybody to go, oh, UConn's going to win, and then Miami's going to bounce them? That not that inevitably what's going to happen? Yeah, because I, I, I think a lot of people are going to be riding the, the UConn being the favorites, uh, and I think maybe even UConn, uh, to some degree, are gonna are gonna ride this uh, out. But I the, the reason why I'm going Miami here <laughs> is because uh, not just ACC homerism, uh, but because Jim Laranega's kept this this core group of kids together the, that made it to the final eight last year. These are grown men too. These yeah. are. These are upperclassmen who have been in college basketball for years and play at a high level. I mean, uh, Isaiah Wong is, you know, ACC Player of the Year, uh, has just one of the best jumpers, sweet jumpers you could see. And then, I mean, when you get a guy like Jordan Miller to duplicate the perfect game that uh, we haven't seen since Christian Leitner uh, went 10 for 10 from the field and 10 for 10 from the free throw line many years ago, uh, Jordan Miller yesterday, I think, was 7 of 7 from the field and 13 of 13. So, perfect game for him. I think he had 27 points. And that's where I think that's going to give Miami Miami the edge. Is One, they're not going to be scared uh, of UConn because – you know why? Because they play in the ACC where they play big <laughs> games every week, Brian. Amen, and they're not brother. Gonna be scared. They're not going to be scared of Big East UConn. Uh, and uh, I think it'll be a very close game. I think UConn will, will play them close because they are a really good basketball team for sure. But, yeah, Miami, it'll be a an all-Florida uh, national. It'll feel like one of those, which, again, Miami-Florida-Atlantic's like that game in December that you play before <laughs> the conference season starts, isn't it? It is. Like, yes. <laughs> like a big, big, big private school in the state, you know, takes on the uh, directional school. Uh, there, you know, sort of like when you know App State takes on NC State or something. Uh, speaking of that, well, please tell me we're going to talk about Dontrez visiting NC State over the weekend before we're done, <laughs> dude. We can talk. Hey, you are my guest on Monday's show. We will talk about whatever you want to talk about, but yeah, uh, hey, but I got to tell you, yeah, and staying if Greg Clemens is listening right now and he is a faithful listener to the show and our biggest NC State fan, probably the biggest NC State fan I know, Mark, 
Uh, I, I will tell you, and I, I said this coming out of the gate, and again, yes, we have Tuesdays with Trez on here, and yes, we've talked to him every game this season, and yes, I've been messaging with him over the past uh, three or four days too, but having said all that, I know no more than you do, and that's the truth, dude. I mean, I know that I know the places he's visited. I know the places that have reached out to him. Mark, if you want, I want to get back to Final Four talk here in a moment, but okay, don't, okay. don't discount ECU. Listen, I know for a fact because I've talked to the Pirate Club people, and I'm not going to throw names out there, but I've talked to a couple okay. of Pirate Club people who've told me they are opening up the wallets, and they are going to. They have the the statement has been made. Mark Panicelli, that uh, whatever, come to them with what NC State is offering, and they will mm. offer $5 more, okay? And NIL. Wow. And, yep, they want him that bad. They are trying to make a, it, the serious inroads to ENC talent, and this is the best place to do it, to snatch a player, not only that is leaving uh, Carolina, but you know that is also considering who ECU considers their arch rival in NC State. So I'm telling you, the pirate club is doing their best to come through. If he chose, and hey, listen, whatever the kid chooses, I'm going to be happy for him. I'm going to be proud for him. Heck, if he chose FAU, I'd be, no, I'm just joking. But, uh, whoever he, <laughs> exactly. Whoever he chooses, we're going to support him. And, uh, we're going to have yep. uh, Tuesdays with Trez again next year. If I can afford him, uh, because if they're, you know, if these, uh, NIL people and these, you know, NC state and ECU and whoever else is jumping into the mix is going to be, I, I'm not sure I'll be able to afford him next year anyway my point being uh dude don't discount ecu mark because uh they have uh, made it clear in this case and even in damian dunn from temple former kinston player that uh before you decide and before you look at the bottom line at what nc state is offering you in nil uh see let's see what the pirate club can do for you very very interesting and I, so I just want to ask you because and it's a different thing because we're used to it being high schoolers. Uh, but Brian North and I were talking about this on Friday. When you're when you're recruiting, when you're building your roster now, you're not only looking at high school seniors, but you're looking at, or I mean, you know, high school middle schoolers for that, for, for, you know, for that regard. But but you're also now looking at kids that are, are going to enter the transfer portal. That's a part of your recruiting process now, part of building your roster. And I say all that by saying, my gosh, could we be living in a world where ECU beats out NC State for a basketball recruit? Uh, never has that happened. Do, I mean, do, do you do you know what I'm No, 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 dude. I, okay. But listen. And I'm not against it. I'm oh, not. I love I'm it. Not, I'm, I actually, I'm are you talking saying. about ECU being really involved? I love it. I absolutely freaking love it, Mark. No, no. And and, and, and as I said, that's, uh, it's very, very interesting. So I, I do follow that intently. I didn't mean to divert from our <laughs> Final Four conversation, but somehow NC State popped up in my mind, and I was thinking about our very own Don Trez and his uh, his journey this year, which is, you know, again, ended in Chapel Hill at the end of the season, and as he visits Raleigh, and now you've inserted Greenville into the mix. So, uh, well, I wouldn't say you, but, you know, <laughs> no, people it's not have. me. No, 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 people it's not me. I just – Okay. I, and, again, I, I respect Trez. 
You know what? And I've not asked him, and I'm not going to ask him. I mean, this is something between him, between he and his parents, uh, between he and uh, the folks who are advising him, including Kinston basketball coach uh, Perry Tindall and people that he really looks up to, I mean, in the basketball world. Uh, and, again, it's not my place to – I'm not, I don't think, I don't know, dude, you've been doing this for a while and I've been in journalism for, for 31 years, you know, and I've had people say, why don't you just ask him? I don't, you know, if he wants to tell me then, uh, dude, I, I can't, you know, then I'll, I'll talk to him about it. If he wants to come on here and say, Hey, this is what I'm doing. That's one thing. I just, I don't feel like it's my place to do that. I mean, I, I'm not a big J journalist anymore. I'm a, I'm an entertainer like you, Mark Panicelli, and we get on five days a week. I do 10 hours a week. You do five. Well, you, I, I basically, I do 11 hours a week because I do 10 hours on my show, one hour on yours. You do uh, six hours a week, uh, five on your show, basically one on mine. I just don't consider us big J journalists other than I did just break the news. I don't know if you heard uh, uh, right before I brought you on that North Lenore has hired their football coach, and you've not seen it or heard it anywhere else except for right here on the Brian Hanks show uh, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so I get maybe I am a big J journalist or a middle. Hey, maybe I'm a middle J journalist. What do you think? Middle J. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm, I'm definitely somewhere in the lowercase J uh, <laughs> at best. Um, no, I look, I, I've always thought if you, you want to break it down into, uh, into simpler terms, I, I'm definitely not an Adam Schefter kind of guy. I don't want to work my phones. You're right. That's, that's B writer reporter stuff. Uh, I, I typically like more of being, uh, you know, a gas bag like Stephen A. Smith or something, somebody that just yells, you know, for no reason and gets angry at sports, uh, a, a reaction person. Uh, so. No, I, I look. I, I'm just excited. Getting back to what we were talking about, um, I I just you know I I obviously root for our local kids without question, and I just want Don Trez to be where he can be featured, you know, at his best. Uh, it's a very short window. Uh, he's already you know wasted some time in Chapel Hill, not being able to play much basketball. Yeah. Uh, as far as his personal career uh, goes, and uh, you know, so I wherever he goes, I just want him to be in a situation where he can get as much opportunity as he can, because uh, because again, that that opportunity to play basketball at, at high levels is a very small window, and so uh, I'd love for him to get an opportunity where it might could open up the door to another level uh, for him. But he certainly wasn't going to get that in Chapel Hill. No, he definitely it wasn't going to. No, 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 no. You're 100% correct. And I just, uh, man, I, I'm just, uh, I'm happy for him. I mean, uh, like I said, I've had a couple of chances to talk to him and message with him back and forth. And, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm happy for him that, you know what? It, it's good to, you've been in this position, dude. I have two in jobs. I remember when I came to Eastern North Carolina, I was essentially recruited by the free press and by freedom community or by freedom newspapers that time to come out east and that's a good feeling dude and i've had times in my life and you have too where you know maybe uh, an entity has reached out to you like hey we'd really like you to come work for us and uh dude i even i gotta tell you man i yeah i'm humble bragging here whatever but uh my hometown newspaper the elkin tribune uh god dude this had to have been 1997 1998 
uh, went up there for a job interview. Dude, they already had my office ready and my name on the door and business cards already made up for me. Wow. And that, that was as good a feeling and, that I had ever had probably even to now, dude. I mean, just that these people wanted me so much. They already had my name played on a door and business cards already made up. I mean, and it, I got to tell you, I did that a couple of times with reporters too, after that, because I knew what the impact that it made on me. And guess what? I got those reporters too, because of uh, what the impact it made. But dude, I'm just so happy for Trez that, you know what? He feels needed again. He feels wanted again. And doggone it, man, everybody should have that at some point in their life. Don't you think? That's all, that's all we want is to yep. feel wanted and needed and loved. It's basic human psychology. Uh, yes. Eastern North Carolina, I'm listening. So, <laughs> sorry. Did you just give <laughs> us a, a Fraser there? Yes. yes. <laughs> a bad one, but yes. There you go. Well, very good. Well, uh, well, let's get that. I won't have you by now. I'll be on your show on Wednesday, but still the national championship won't be ha- – won't have been played by them. Wow, that's horrible English for someone who uh, was an editor for years and years. But, okay, so you got uh, FAU taking on Miami in the championship. The battle for Florida, the battle for our college basketball hearts. Who do you have there then, FAU or Miami? Now, I'm going to be on your show on Monday. So, oh, that's uh, right, a week from today we before could the probably championship save game. It. Why don't we, we can save find that? Out. And then, you know, and I was going to say, and then we'll find out if I'm – if it's UConn versus uh, San Diego State, <laughs> which which is which again is probably the matchup I would care the least about. Like yeah. that would uh, UConn's. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not. Uh, where is the sexy in this Final Four? <laughs> find, find it for me. Find it for me, Brian. Jim Laranegaboot. Which, by the way, if you read any of the written accounts of Miami in the past couple of rounds, he now has a till date over the end in Laranega, and I can't even say Laranega. Laren- yeah. How do I, how do you trill an ant or not trill? But you know, if I see it in manana, I can say manana. But Larenaga, I, I just can't. Can you do it? No, it's Larenaga. I, I can't. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I can't. Okay. Well, very good, hey, dude. We've got literally we've got six minutes left, and I want to give full attention to one of two subjects, and it's your choice, Mark Panicelli. Either the NBA. Which, uh, and I really want to talk Mm. Dallas Mavericks and just the falling apart that they have had, even with Kyrie Irving there, or yesterday's NASCAR race at Coda in Austin, Texas. So we can only do one of the two. Which one would you like to do, uh, Mark? Dang it. (laughs) Both of those are so good. They're juicy. I know. There's a lot of meat on the bone on both of them. There's a lot of good there. You choose, Mark Panicelli. How about this? Uh, because I probably won't be able to talk about this on my show. So Paul Whittington is going to be on my show later today. So stick around the 5 o'clock hour at 252 ESPN, and we'll talk about Tyler Reddick's big win for Austin, Texas tomorrow. So let's talk NBA. I love it. Well, tell people, Mavericks. tell people too. 107.5, which is really, I, and you know what? We've talked about this on your show. I can't figure out if it's 107.5 Greenville or 107.5 yes, Newburn, but one of them covers a big portion of Kenston and it's crazy. There's like around the railroad tracks in downtown Kenston. And I defecate you not here, uh, Mark Panicelli. You you can't really hear it. And I'm talking about right there, heritage street and where the railroad tracks are. It 107.5 fades out until you get about another half mile up heritage or up uh, queen street. And then the other 107.5 comes in, which is probably Newburn. I'm guessing, right? 
Uh, I think you're getting a, a lot of both Greensville there. I'm okay, not sure, okay. but, uh, but hey, either way, they're the same. There you go. It doesn't that's, matter. Uh, 107.5. Yeah. You can listen to Paul Whittington and Mark Panicelli talk about uh, NASCAR. So good. Let's get over. Let's talk a little NBA here. And dude, what in the wide, wide world of sports has happened to the Dallas Mavericks? And of course we have that extra vested interest in it because Reggie plays for him. Dude, I mean, I thought when Kyrie Irving went to Dallas, I thought that basically guaranteed them a top four finish in the Western Conference. It's been anything but, dude. In fact, I heard a number. I got to give back and give credit to Bill Simmons, uh, the Bill Simmons podcast. Uh, I was listening to it when I when I was working out at the gym at five oh five this morning, dude. Are you impressed by that or what? Oh, I am. I am. <laughs> but uh, he said that since January 1st, Dallas is 15 and 23. Yeah. Is they, insane. What has happened to them? Well, and I mean, I thought this when they when they made this move. Um, how, how, are they, how are two selfish, uh, ball-first guys going to coexist? I, you know, basketball is still a team sport. And there's, there's, right, there's cogs in the machine and everybody's got a function. These, these two, these two guys, Doncic and Kyrie Irving are three and eight when they play together. Three and eight. That they are two of the best, uh, individual basketball players, uh, that we've ever seen. Um, and I used to really like Luca, uh, over the past couple of years, I, I've kind of like sort of turned a little bit, um, he kind of is a little bit of a stat stuffer and doesn't do enough, I think, to get teammates involved. Um, and then you add Tyree to the mix, and I feel like, well, they're just the same guy. One's just a little bit taller and European. Uh, and and uh, But both of them, you know, I'll say this about Doncic. He, he does show up to work. So, you know, Kyrie has still missed some time. I, I didn't think it was going to work. I didn't know that it was going to be this bad. Uh, and <laughs> Uh, but I mean, the guy who's caught in this, and I mean, look, he's the guy who takes risk is, is, is Mark Cuban. Uh, but I, I'm interested to see, you know, how he's going to feel because it's easy for us to just throw this on Kyrie because I think in the end of this, he's, he's only got one year here and he's more than likely going to run to the Lakers. That's what the, the, the story or the narrative is about Kyrie. But part of this, was in some of the conversations I've had with some of my NBA folks is you do this because Luka Doncic hadn't really played with another star player before. And you want to know, because if you're going to win a championship, you have to accumulate more than just one NBA all-star. Now you don't have to do the big three that we've, that we've used to seeing, but you've got to bring quality players in uh, and have multiple star players. And Dallas just hasn't necessarily had that. And I don't think you like the way Lucas played, uh, you know, with with that. As I said, I, you know, I don't know what Mark Cuban does at the end of this. I think he's going to end up losing Kyrie Irving anyway. But now, what do you do? What what what's what's the story going forward? But uh, I'll say this for the Charlotte Hornets: they haven't had much to celebrate this year, but this uh, uh, Friday and and Sunday win against the Mavericks. Um, has probably been one of the highlights of their season so far and what have been, uh, you know, which I, I'll say this, you know, we haven't even talked about Michael Jordan, right, going to sell the team. <sighs> Crazy. Uh, so, um, 
But, uh, hey, at least we're distracted with Dallas. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't think you have much expectations with Charlotte. With, with Dallas, um, things were going well, at least until it seems like you made this trade, and it's, it seemed to have gotten worse. So, well, um, I, I just I, – I, I was blown away when they made the trade, and I was like, oh, my God. You, like you said, two, or you alluded to it, two of the top eight, Ten players in the league right now. I mean, and Luca's definitely top three. Could be the best. Uh, Kyrie's definitely top ten. I just don't see. It's almost like having uh, uh, LeBron and uh, oh uh, Anthony. Oh my God, the guy in Anthony LA. Davis. Thank you, Anthony Davis. Together, how do you fail with that? But you really do if you don't have the right pieces around that duo, right? Yeah, I think that's you know that's that's probably a lot of it too. I mean, they had to give up two of their better uh, ancillary pieces in order to make the the Kyrie Irving uh, trade work, and uh, and they, and they still didn't quite have it. I mean, they had the the run last year uh, where they made. Now, mind you, there were some injuries in the West that that helped get them to uh, a deeper run in the playoffs, but. You know, a lot of that, like I said, seemed a little bit more like uh, luck and luck of the draw, so to speak, and the way things played out for Dallas. I think they wanted to shake it up and see if they could make a run. I think I think it's one of those things where instead of, uh, you know, obviously it made things a little bit worse, but now you found yourself asking more questions than you did even before you made the trade. Like I said, it's, well, what can we do to get better? if my star player, Luka Doncic, isn't going to be able to work. Now, mind you, they may have just gotten the wrong piece in Kyrie Irving, which is kind of what I thought from the get-go. Everywhere this guy goes, he leaves the team behind in disarray. He just He's one of these guys who doesn't leave it better than he found it. Um, you know, he's, he's, the, he's the Rick Pitino of NBA basketball players. Wow. You know? No, you're absolutely right. Listen – I hate to do, you believe we're already into our second hour, but, uh, it just time flies, baby. And yes. I, and time, I apologize for just calling, I apologize for calling you baby. Okay. It's all right, baby. <laughs> there you go. Listen, Panicelli, uh, who you got coming up? You said you got Paul Whittington coming up on your show today. Paul Whittington going to join us. We'll talk about the Carolina hurricanes, some NASCAR, and we'll talk some more basketball and gosh knows what with. Sun Journal editor Trevor Dinell today, five o'clock. Very good. Listen, I appreciate you, my friend. We'll talk to you on Wednesday on your show, and then uh, we'll get ready for the national championship uh, next Monday when you're back on, dude. All right, man. I appreciate it. Have a great Monday, sir. You too, my friend. That's Mark Panicelli, two five two ESPN, the drive with Mark Panicelli. Thank you so much for listening to the first hour of today's show with me and all this breaking news. Thank you to Jackson Massey for uh, break, helping us break the door, giving us the uh, news about uh, the new football coach at North North. Coming up in our second hour, Derek Rivers, Spring Fling here on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. <laughs> 